Season 2, Episode 27, Pete's Podcast, Bible Story Evangelism. We're going to take a look at John chapter 1, verses 29 through 34. Uh, John's identification of Jesus as the Messiah. Based on A.T. Robertson's A Harmony of the Gospels for Students of the Life of Christ, copyright 1922, and C.I. Schofield's Reference Bible, copyright 1909. I use the eSword app, BibleHub.com, Gateway.com to copy the King James Bible, cut and paste. Um, where does this episode take place? At Bethany, beyond Jordan, where Jesus was baptized. As Jesus returns from 40 days and 40 nights and his threefold temptation by Satan. This is part of part six, uh, the beginning of Christ's public ministry, also known as the uh, year of obscurity, which uh, we're going to talk a little bit about at the end of the uh, podcast today. All right, I would like to, I'm going to start in verse one just because we haven't heard much from John. In fact, this was the first episode I did was John chapter one. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God. It seemed like a good place to start in the life of Christ was at the beginning. Not that he had a beginning. I think he was the creator. Uh, it clearly says that in Colossians, Philippians. Uh, Let us make man in our image in Genesis. All right, so let's just get started with John chapter 1, verse 1 through 34. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. John chapter 1, verse 1. John chapter 1, verse 1. John chapter 1, verse 1. If you'd like to read along. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I always do when I first listen to it. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. Let me get my PowerPoint going here. All right. Um, Sorry. Okay, uh, verse 6. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. That would be John the Baptist, not John the disciple who's writing this gospel. Verse 7. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light, for all men through him might believe. There was a time when John just knew he was here to speak for the Messiah. Uh, At the baptism, he was presented with the Messiah, when he came up out of the water and it was his cousin, Jesus, who even before they were the baptism took place, I think they interacted with each other saying, John the Baptist said, you should baptize me, not, not the way, other way around. Jesus said, let's do it this way for the sake of the, the word of God. Uh, I don't know where that prophecy is, but we'll, maybe I'll find it. John chapter 7, the same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. And that might is on you, my friend. But how hard is it to believe that 
for God so loved the world that he gave. We're talking about a gift here, and we're also talking about eternal life. Gave his only begotten son, that whosoever loved the world, whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. There's not a better religion on the planet that I know of. And if you can find one, good for you, because I I didn't really look. I stumbled across this one, and I'm, I'm sticking with it. I haven't heard of a better one, that's for sure, not even close. All the other religions are work, 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 and maybe you'll be good enough to get to heaven, which this one is. It's a free gift. It's not of works. All you got to do is put your faith in Jesus Christ as your only hope for heaven. You know, Repent of your dead works, Hebrews 6, 1. Verse 7, the same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe, through Jesus Christ might believe. He was, um, he was not the light, John the Baptist was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Verse 11. <coughs> Excuse me. And he came unto his own, and his own received him not. Verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Yesterday, when I did episode 25, I said that uh, Satan said, you know, in this second uh, temptation, cast yourself off the temple and uh, God will send his angels to bear thee up in their hands. A quote from my favorite psalm, Psalm 91, which I believe is written to all believers. Uh, just because Satan wants to limit it to Christ with that one reference, I think that's not, a, not at all. It's a, it's a psalm of Moses, <laughs> David included in his library. Um, as many as received him, Jesus Christ, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. The power is believing by the foolishness of preaching uh, save them that believe. He, he gave power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name. Verse 13 which were born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh nor of the will of man but of God. That's what happens when you receive Christ. When you repent of your dead works Hebrews 6 1 and Put your faith in God. To him, the God of John 3.16, him that gave, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. How do you become the son of God? You're born again. Not of, the, not of blood, verse 13, not of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. I was born again 48 years ago when I put my faith in Jesus Christ, in the God of John 3.16. Verse 14, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory as the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the disciple whom Jesus loved, and uh, he's writing a, a very important gospel here that covers the, the first year of Christ's ministry. John, uh, verse, so don't get confused between the writer of this gospel and John the Baptist. Verse 15, John the Baptist bare witness of him and cried, saying, This is this was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he hath 
for he was before me. I personally believe, trying to put this all together chronologically, this was after Jesus was baptized and a voice from heaven, a dove descended upon him in the form of the dove uh, and the heavens opened up and God said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And Jesus was carried away to his 40 days in the wilderness. So I think we're, we're right after verse 15 is right after he, he took off, right after his baptism. Uh, John bare witness of him and cried saying this is this was he of whom I spake he that cometh after me is preferred before me he was before me and of his fullness have all we received and grace for grace we're saved by grace my friend grace is get, getting what you don't deserve which is heaven mercy is not getting what you do deserve which is hell and so do I Verse 17, the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. If I'm not mistaken, that's the first time John the Baptist has put the name Jesus in reference to the Messiah. Jesus Christ. Christ is Greek for Messiah. So this is after he was baptized, or baptized John the Bap I mean, John the Baptist baptized him, and the heavens opened up, and he realized that this was his cousin, Jesus Christ. Verse 18, no man hath seen God, we're going to talk a little bit about cousins at the end. Verse 18, no man hath seen God at any time, the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. So close as we've gotten to God is Jesus Christ according to John, the writer of this gospel. John, bear witness, John the Baptist bear witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. So I think Jesus has already disappeared, into the led by the Spirit into the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. And John is talking about what just happened, which I think was possibly limited to just John the Baptist and Jesus. The, the booming voice, uh, you know, who, who's he talking about? They come and ask, who are you? Are you the Messiah? So they were, Caiaphas was there, Annas was there, I think the Sanhedrin were there, which are the Jewish leaders of Israel, council uh, of the, the high priest, called the Sanhedrin, of which some people say Paul was a member, but he was a Pharisee of the Pharisees. Uh, he that cometh after me is preferred before me because he was before me. Verse 16, verse chapter 1 of John, verse 16. And his fullness have all we received grace for grace. He keeps using that word there. Uh, for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. No man hath seen God at any time, but the only begotten Son is in the bosom of the Father, hath declared him. I'm sorry, I read that twice. Oh well, I'm not going to change it. Um, no man has seen God at any time. Verse 18, He hath begotten, the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, hath declared Him. Okay, moving right along. Sorry, I read a few verses twice. Verse 19, This is the record that of John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him 
Who art thou? Okay, I, I, I place this at the end of the 40 days that Jesus had been in the wilderness. John has been, I guess, baptizing. Obviously, there's uh, priests sent by and Levites uh, sent by the Pharisees uh, asking him questions. And I think while Jesus is being asked questions of Satan or tempted of Satan, uh, John the Baptist is being tempted or at being asked questions by the uh, Pharisees or uh, Jews uh, when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem. So the, the Jews there would be the, the leaders, the Sanhedrin. All right, verse 20. And he and John the Baptist confessed and denied not, but confessed, I am not the Christ. Verse 20. This is We're kind of reviewing here a little bit. Um, Verse 21, And they asked him, What then? Art thou Elias? And he saith unto him, I am not. What art thou the prophet? I think the one that Moses talked about. And he answered, No. Verse 22, John chapter 1, verse 22, Then said they unto him, Who art thou? That we may give an answer to them that sent us. He, what sayest thou of thyself? So they've been... He's been processing for 40 days, John the Baptist is. He's got a name now for the Messiah, Jesus, his cousin. And uh, the Pharisees are trying to figure out who this man is. And is it John? Who is it? He said, I am a voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as said the prophet Isaiah. Verse 24. And they which were sent were of the Pharisees. Verse 25. And they asked him and said unto him, why, Baptist, why baptizest thou then, if thou be not the Christ, or Elijah, neither that prophet? John answered them, saying, I baptize with water. I can baptize with water. Anybody can baptize with water. I, I've only done one baptism. I did it recently, I think, since I started doing these podcasts. A uh, church member from... Oh, 85, I met in 1985, uh, when she was like six. Anyway, asked me to uh, baptize her. She was down, we went down to the Keys, and it was it was uh, very enjoyable to do it. Baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, buried with him in the likeness of his death, raised with him in the likeness of his resurrection, uh, to live for him. All right, something like that. Said a few words. It's just, it's like baptizing with water. It's an outward sign of an inward condition. It does, there's nothing magical about it. Um, I trusted Christ and I told the guy I didn't feel anything. And he said, it's not a feeling. Some days you feel good, some days you feel bad. But if you trusted Christ, you're born again. Uh, it, was a, it was a testimony of the people that were along the shore there. Uh, John answered them saying, I baptize with water, but there standeth one among you that I know who he is, Jesus, whom you know not. You don't know him yet. And when you find out who he is, you're not going to be too happy. Verse 27. He it is that cometh after me is preferred before me, whose shoes latcheth I am not worthy to unloose. These things were done in Bethsbarba, beyond Jordan, which is approximately, I looked it up, approximately 10 miles east of the Jordan River and approximately 40 miles north of the Dead Sea, 
where John was baptizing. You can see pictures of it. It's a pool of water. It was not the Jordan River where John was baptizing. Uh, surprise, surprise. Verse 29, chapter 1 of John. The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. Verse 29. So this is where the end of the 40 days and 40 nights and John has been processing who Christ is and is, is saying, you know, saying his name now. Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus is the, Jesus is the Christ. Verse 29, now Jesus appears to John again, as he did 40 days earlier, at least 40 days earlier. And, um, and now he comes back to the place where he was uh, baptized. The next day, verse 29, John the Baptist seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. He knows Jesus very well. His mother's... Their mothers were good, close friends, and uh, we know that because when Mary was found out she was going to have a baby, she ran to see Elizabeth because Gabriel told her that Elizabeth was expecting, even though she was very old. All right, so now we're going to take a look at episode 27, uh, John's identification of Jesus as the Messiah, which I think has already taken place, but that's okay. All right. So, um, verse 29 through 34. We're almost through with our reading in John uh, chapter 1. Uh, we're not completing the chapter. We're just reading to verse 34. Verse 29. The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him, and saith unto him, Behold, the Lamb of God, that taketh away the sins of the world. So I included that in, in also in this lesson. I love it. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. That's who Jesus is. If you can't deal with that, that's, that's, your, that's a big problem. Verse 30. This is he whom I said after me cometh a man that is preferred before me, for he was before me. This changes John's ministry completely. This is him. They were only together for a short time at the baptism. Now 40 days later... He's got it all figured out who this guy is. And this is he of whom I said after me cometh a man that is preferred before me. Amen. Now it's this man. For he was before me. And I knew him not. I, I, I knew him, but I didn't know this was the Messiah. I, I'm sure he knew who Jesus was, I would think. They always, Mary and Joseph always went to the Passover in Jerusalem. But that he should be made manifest to Jerusalem, therefore am I baptized came baptizing with water. And he sure got a big attention. If Caiaphas, the high priest, who was crucified Christ, for lack of a better word, uh, was responsible for his crucifixion. Pilate wanted him, but he and his buddies said, give us Barabbas. Verse 31, And I knew him not, but that he should be made manifest to Israel, therefore Am I come baptizing with water? I'm just here to pronounce his coming. Verse 32. And John bare record saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it abode on him. He, that was 40 days earlier, before Jesus took off, led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Verse 33. And I knew him not until I saw that. 
But he that sent me to baptize with water, the same said unto me, Upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, the same is he which baptizes with the Holy Ghost. That is the Messiah. I saw him 40 days ago. I'm seeing him again. This is He doesn't say this is my cousin Jesus, but this is Jesus of Nazareth. Verse 34. And I saw and bear record that this is the Son of God. I don't think you can get any clearer than that. All right. I wanted to talk about the year of obscurity because we've been talking about it. And I just, I think we get a little insight into the work of A.T. Robertson here. This little quick outline. He Beginning of the Christ's public ministry. In all parts of the Holy Land was his ministry. First, the Perean ministry, which was the, the, the region of Perea, which might have been a Roman region, but anyway, a region of Perea was on the east bank of the, uh, of the Jordan River. Uh, then the Galilean ministry would be up by the Sea of Galilee, where uh, then the first Judean ministry, which would be John chapter 3, Nicodemus. The Samaritan ministry, which would be John chapter 4. Um, the uh, year of obscurity. This early ministry includes the baptism, which we've talked about. The temptation, which we've studied. John's witness of Jesus. This is the Son of God. The first disciples, which we haven't. So I just kind of wanted to go over this um, part six. I've had a little trouble getting digesting these parts, and I, I'll do a better job in the future. But anyway, this is, uh, this is kind of my introduction to part six, which started in 24, and we're on 27. So it goes up to uh, 30, 36. Anyway, um, this early ministry includes the baptism, the temptation, John's witness to Jesus. This is the work, the outline work of A.T. Robertson, copyright 1922. Uh, the first disciples, which I'm curious to find out who they are. The first miracles, because it, it sounds like they only had a few for the first year. That's what I'm guessing. The first miracle, that's the marriage of Cana. Work in Galilee. Went home and uh, wasn't received very well. Uh, the work in Judea, which would be the hills of Judea around Jerusalem, Nicodemus. Uh, the rest of John the Baptist, which is in the first year of Christ's ministry, uh, which is not very far away, I don't think. Uh, the work of this in Samaria, which is uh, the woman at the well, John chapter 4. Uh, the return to Galilee, this is where he might not be well received, I'm not sure. Um, the first, Galilee would be the marriage in, in, in Canaan. I think this was where he was not well received. A prophet is not without honor except in his own country. Okay, um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this year of obscurity in his footnote here. In his Harmony of the Gospels, Life of Christ. Um, the precise duration of the early ministry cannot be determined. Uh, you know, if you don't take anything else away from A.T. Robertson, he is not dogmatic about when things took place. He's probably, right here he said the year is, the precise duration of this early ministry cannot be determined. The Lord's baptism must have been at least two months before the Passover. This is not the Word of God, this is just his notes which I would very rarely read, but uh, since we're doing his Harmony of the Gospel, I thought it might be a good idea. Our Lord's baptism must have been at least two months before the Passover, 
and may have been some weeks or months earlier. Um, I, I don't really know why he says that, but then the highly successful ministry in Judea after the Passover must have lasted several months. John 3.22, John chapter 3, uh, John chapter 4. Um, if the yet four months that he talks about when he was talking to his disciples as the woman was bringing up the town of Samaria, uh, yet four months until harvest, but I say unto you, lift up your eyes, the uh, harvest is before you. Send lab- Pray that God will send laborers into the field. The harvest is souls. Some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. To the usual interval between seed time and harvest. Let me read that again. If the yet four months in John 4.35 be understood to be not a common saying as the usual interval between seed time and harvest, but a statement that it was then just four months before harvest, that would make the Judean ministry extended eight months after the Passover. Again, this is just supposition, and and it, let me read the ver- the precise duration of the early ministry cannot be determined. So I want to say that again. Next on the outline, but this interpretation is upon the whole improbable. And we can only say that the opening ministry lasted several months. So again, he is uh, not dogmatic about his timeline. Just stu- <clears throat> just studying. I like the, the chronology of it all. That's what it most in- inspires me. The time occupied makes very little difference of our understanding of the events of the discourses. I had no clue of this for 48 years. And it didn't affect me my understanding of John chapter 3 the serpent on the cross as Moses lifted up the serpent John 3:16 the woman at the well um, all the incidents during this period after the temptation are given in John's gospel but for the fourth gospel of John we should know we should not know what that Jesus did not plunge at once into the great Galilean ministry. It took a while for his ministry to gather momentum, I, I think, regardless of whether it was a year or not. I think it took time for John the Baptist ministry to gather momentum in the sixth month. But travelers going around Samaria would come to Jerusalem and say, there's a guy down there screaming and yelling about the Messiah. And it climaxed with baptism of Jesus and Caiaphas high priest Herod was there they all came to see John the Baptist and that's that's a, a pretty good little trip down there I, I don't want to guess how far down but it's downhill at least when you're coming from Jerusalem it's uphill when you go back I'm gonna guess uh, I, <coughs> excuse me <coughs> 45 miles I don't know <coughs> I'm guessing excuse me But for the fourth gospel of John, we should not know that Jesus did not plunge at once into the great Galilean ministry. Okay, one last thing I want to say about cousins. I looked up uh, about cousins. Are we all cousins? Is the entire human race cousins? 
author, popular current author A.G. Jacobson, who is Jewish, not that that matters, but says, we are all related through our common ancestors. You can look this up, A.J. Jacobs. Author A.J. Jacobs, he'll go right to him. We are all related through our common ancestors. Whether you believe in evolution or you believe in uh, Adam and Eve, I'm not sure what he believes, but I'll read what he says. The Y chromosomal Adam, the donator of the Y chromosome, Adam, and the mitochondrial Eve, who lived in Africa a few hundred thousand years ago, which is not young Earth. I put them back 6,000 years ago. You can put them wherever you want. And again, I've told you, I'm as brainwashed as the next guy. And every time I say the Earth is 6,000 years old, I, you know, I, I almost gag. But I believe it. I mean, you got the Earth slowing down. That's not a problem. If the Big Bang was 13.7 billion years ago, that means it was really going fast. You can't evolve when it's day night, day night, day night, day night, day night. And all the, everything flew off, whatever. Um, and uh, the moon is moving further away. That means it would be closer. 23, 13.7 uh, billion years would be a whole lot closer and much higher tides rounding the earth uh, twice a day. Uh, he, uh, A.J. Jacobs um, says, says, scientists estimate that the furthest cousin on Earth we each have is a 70th cousin. First cousin, you know, that's siblings' children's. Second cousins, children's children's. Siblings, children's children are second cousins. Siblings, children are first cousins. Children, siblings, children's children's are second cousins. Siblings, children's 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 are third cousins. That goes out to 70 and you've got a population the size of the earth right now. The furthest cousins on the earth we each have is at is a 70th cousin. So that does something for the brotherhood of man. Uh, that article was written November 23rd, 2017. You can look it up for yourself. I'm going to say adios, which is to God. And I'm going to say via con Dios, which is go with God.